I want to start with Psalm 119. Psalm 119, I'll read verse 165. Psalm 119, 165. 119, 165. Great peace. Great peace have those who love your law. And nothing causes them to stumble. Great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. Great peace. Great peace. The Berean Study Bible says abundant peace of those who love your law. One translation says those who love your teachings will find true peace. Nothing can make them fall. The living Bible says those who love your laws have great peace of heart and mind and do not stumble. Great peace of those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. I want us to keep that word as the foundation for the thoughts I want to share with us. Great peace. Those who love your teachings. Those who love it. You know, sometimes people would love other things more than the word of God. People love what other people say. People love what is going on around them. Like we've learned in, you know, the, the past, you know, the, in, in this month. You know, it's in Jesus that we have peace. So great peace have those who love your teachings. Those who love your laws. Those who love your word. When it says laws, it means God's precepts, God's precepts, God's principles, God's teaching. Those who love the teachings of God, they will find true peace, abundant peace, great peace of heart and mind. Those who love his word. So the thoughts I want to share with you, I'm going to do it like, you know, the simple ones. Normally, you know, when I say I want to share thoughts with you, then you know, I'll just be saying some things that you take note, maybe about five or six, I don't know. The first thing I want to say is this, you must learn to embrace, cherish, and believe what God says about you. You must learn to do work to embrace, to cherish, and believe what God says about you. Mm. God's word delivers from addicts anxieties and troubles you must embrace and cherish what god says about you you must embrace it so if god says you're fearfully and wonderfully made you have to embrace that you have to enjoy and cherish it and believe it proverbs chapter 3 verses 1 to 2 my son do not forget my law my son, do not forget my words, my Lord, but let your heart keep my commands. Look at this. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. My son, do not forget. In other words, enjoy, cherish, keep my word. 
In, 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 in chapter 4, it tells us that we should hide the word of God in the midst of our heart. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. Let your heart keep my commands for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. You know, when it says length of days and long life they will add to you, let me trouble your, you a little bit. Does that actually therefore mean that God has not determined that you're going to die tomorrow? No. It says, by my word, you can add length of days and long life. More than anything in the word. My, for length of days. Wow. Length of days doesn't mean anything apart from length of days. Long life doesn't mean anything more than long life. Long life is long life. And peace that we add to you. Anybody here want long life? <laughs> Anybody here want length of days and peace? Not length of days and long life in troubles. Not length of days and long life in sicknesses and diseases and pain and agony. And all of those things. But long life. Length of days and peace it will add to you. Embrace, cherish, and believe what God says about you. Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. How? In believing. Embrace. Cherish the word of God and believe it. May the God of all fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in all by the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God in believing. May the God of all fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Fill you with joy and peace in believing. You gotta believe what God says about you. You can embrace it. It is well with you. Your tomorrow is blessed. He says he will make you the head, not the tail. He said he has a future for you and hope and expectation. You gotta believe it. Let me just say something here which we say a lot about believing. The grace of God has provided everything. There's possibly nothing that God wants to do for you that he hasn't done. You see, if you ask that God should give you money, it's not going to create anything to produce money. The Bible actually says that he has given us the power to get wealth. So you see, I am, you are power to get wealth. Does that mean you're going to have wealth? That's another story. The Bible says that the word they ate did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For those that will come to God must know that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that daily gently seek him. Without faith. Grace you know, I like that song that you know very well. All I have needed, thy hands are provided. You know, I like hymns because some of those writers are very profound in understanding. He said, all that I would ever need, 
Diane's is not going to provide. I provided. But you see, until you embrace and cherish and believe the word and let the, it be, be mixed with faith, it doesn't produce result. May the God of all fill you without joy and peace and believe in that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I said I will share about five thoughts with us. I'm only on one. Let's move on to the next one. You must know and be sure. All of them are related and connected. That God, listen to this, listen again. I want you to be sure of this. I want you to know it inside of you. God has perfect plans for us. And his thoughts towards you are precious. Look at it. The kind of peace you would have if you really, really believe this. If you really embrace this. God has perfect plans for me. Oh, that means why should I be afraid? Why should I afraid? David said, what, why should I be afraid of what men will do to me? The Lord has perfect plans for you. Am I talking to somebody right now? Listen to this. It doesn't matter how it looks or how it feels or what had happened. God has perfect plans for us and his thoughts towards us are precious. I've told you we're going to read a lot of scriptures, so let's read now. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, for I know. God is saying, listen to this. I am not confused. God is saying, I know. I know. Now when God says, I know. <laughs> we know God knows. But when God tells you, I know. He's trying to tell you that relax. I know what I'm doing. He's trying to tell you, chill out. I know what I'm doing. I have not shifted or changed or changed my mind concerning my thoughts towards you. So he says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. God is thinking about you. I think that should get someone excited. You know, even if a friend tells you, oh, I was thinking about you yesterday, you get excited. You want people to think about you. Don't pretend. You do. So someone says, oh, okay, right, no. Somebody just comes along and says, you know what? I want to give you this brand new shoes or bags, shoes and bags, women. Because, you know, I was thinking about you when I went into Debenhams. Wouldn't you be happy? If you're not happy, then you are a sadist. Because if you're a normal human being, you should be happy that somebody's thinking about you. But now we're not talking about somebody thinking about us. We're talking about God thinking about us. Glory to God. Just imagine you get a phone call and the queen said, I couldn't sleep last night. Because I was thinking about Mandy. <laughs> so the queen calls and says, you know, I couldn't sleep last night. You know, I couldn't sleep. I was all night. I was just thinking about Joshua. The queen, I think you'll be excited. But we're not talking about the queen. We're talking about the king of kings. The Lord of Lords, the monarch of the whole universe, the one that is because of him that we have queens and kings on earth. You see, we're talking about that person says he's thinking about me. Now, God help me. Because if I grab this, I will go to bed at night and sleep like a baby. 
The Bible says he that watches over you does not sleep. He doesn't slumber. God is thinking about you. God is giving vigil. You are giving vigil. Who is watching who? God is awake. You are awake. Who is watching who? Are you trying to help God? For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. God says, I don't think evil about you. And I say this a lot. But sometimes we paint God as though he's a thinker of evil. So God is going to deal with you because of what you did yesterday. God's going to break your leg. He's going to make you fail the interview because you didn't pray enough. He's going to make you lose your job because he doesn't like what you said yesterday. Uh-uh. God says, I know. He's saying, listen to this. Listen, I know myself. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace. God is thinking thoughts of peace concerning me. Hallelujah. Not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. You know why he talks about a future and a hope? Because sometimes within the process, there will be things that look funny. Within the process, there will be things that look like maybe God doesn't like my face and God has left me alone. What he's saying is this. Listen to this. I'm the master of the process. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know exactly where it's going to end and it's never evil. I know somebody saying, no, I have seen many evil. No, you don't know God. Because when you know God, you understand that you cannot fully explain him and you cannot doubt what he says. It's never God's fault that anything goes wrong. Mm, I know some of us, that kind of statement, I just scattered a bit of your theology. No, it's not. God says, I am not thinking evil about you. Now, listen to this. Just believe what he says. God doesn't see someone as thinking about evil, how to deal with you, how to show you, how to... No, he doesn't. He says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of peace. I choose that. I believe that. And I, want, I like this scripture. Psalm 139, verse 17 to 18. Oh, wow. How precious. There's one song that I really like. It says, how precious is your love and kindness... Oh Lord, how precious, how precious, Psalm 139 verse 17, how precious, how marvelous, how precious also are your thoughts to me, oh God, <laughs> how precious. God thinks of you preciously. What is man that thou art mindful of him, the son of man, that you visit him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man that you take notice of him? What is man that you are concerned about his affairs? What is man that you come to check on him? What is man? How precious also are his thoughts towards you. How precious are his thoughts towards you? How precious are his thoughts towards me? How precious are his thoughts towards us? How precious are his thoughts towards you? And he says this, how great is the sum of them? Let's begin to count. He says, if I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. 
when I awake, Lord, I'm still with you. How precious. If I should count them, the precious thoughts of God concerning you, if you begin to count, it's more than the sand by the seashore. Think about it. How many of that do you need to survive, baby? The thoughts of God concerning me. If he grabs this, you're going to live in peace. Because it's got nothing to do with you. It's got to do with the faithfulness of God. The greatness of God. The love of God. The peace that he gives. Okay, let's share it of more thoughts. And I'm going to be a little faster now. You must always remember and celebrate God's goodness to you. Now, in the past, and also in the future. You must learn to say, wait awaits you in my family. Praise awaits you. You must learn to say praise and thanksgiving awaits you. You must begin to think how you are going to throw your party in 2022. Hallelujah. You must begin to think, you must begin to, you must remember his goodness towards you in the past and celebrate God's goodness to you always. In the past, God has been faithful to you. If you kept yourself alive till today, then that's beautiful. But I know you didn't. I know God kept you. And if he can do it once, He'll do it again and again. He'll do it again. He's the God. Yes, he's the God. He'll never fail you. You must remember the goodness of God towards you. Lamentations, lamentations, lamentations. You know what it means to lament? To cry and to scream and to say, God was wrong. But then while Jeremiah was lamenting his lamentations... In 21 verse chapter 3 it says, but this I recall to mind. You know, if you allow yourself to develop amnesia, you'll be without peace. Because you would want to fix your life as though you fixed yourself last year. But it says, this I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed because it's complete passions fail not they are new every morning great is your faithfulness the steadfast love of the lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end they are new this is listen to this listen to this it's not just a song it's true this I recall to mind, I have hope. God kept you alive. God was good to you last year. God was good to you when you thought you were going to lose your mind. God was good to you when you thought it was going to be all over and your life is done and dusted, finished. God saw you through when you thought you were going to be buried in shame and disgrace. God didn't allow the hands of the enemy to perform their enterprise. And who told you that he planned to keep you till now to let you down? No. The Bible says God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt to take them into Canaan. But between Egypt and Canaan, 
Many people die in the middle. You know why? That's the first thing I shared with you. Because the words that they heard was not mixed with faith. It wasn't Satan that destroyed them. No. And it wasn't God that destroyed them. The Bible says, listen carefully to this. The Bible said they could not enter into God's rest because of unbelief. The Bible is clear. Psalm 103 verses 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. He didn't say forget not his benefits. Just leave the verse 2 on. He didn't say forget. No, he says forget not all of his benefits. In other words, there is nothing that God has done for you that is small. There's nothing that God has done for you. And say, no, okay, you gave me a new job, but really, uh, that one is, everything matters. Because it's in this remembrance that you have peace and hope. If we continue from verse 3, it says, he forgives all your iniquities. It says, he heals all your diseases, redeems your life from destruction, crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. No, it doesn't really matter. No, it does. You had food to eat yesterday. Some people didn't. Oh, it doesn't really matter, you know. No, it does. Some people don't have clothes to wear, no shoes to wear. And it's not because you're in any way better than them because there is no human being that is better than the other. None. And if you understand that, then you know that you need to roll on the floor and give God the praise. For he forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases and redeems your life from the destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tenderness, he satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed as the eagles. Let me, let me share a bit more with us quickly. You must seek knowledge and build your relationship with God. You must seek knowledge and build your relationship with God. Second Peter verses 1 to 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. You must. It's important to seek knowledge and build your relationship with God. You must embrace his presence and you must love to be with God. Psalm 16 11 says, Now, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand pleasures forevermore. You must seek knowledge, grace and peace be multiplied to you. That's the second Peter 1, 1 2. Grace and peace, peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God. Very important. Another thoughts? Ye must listen to this you must live right and make right choices you must live right and make right choices maybe another day i have to dwell on that because when we talk about grace there's this erroneous thing that people just think what it means is that what would be would be god has done everything the things i do don't matter no it does it really, really does. Now, now, 
I said that some people died and they couldn't enter God's rest because it was not mixed with faith. You know why? Because faith without works is dead. So faith, it's in actions. In other words, the things you do determines the manifestations of the works of grace. Uh -uh. So you see, if you don't make the right choices, Oh my God, I, I, we have to talk about this maybe. I, I'll dwell on this later, but just write it down. You must live right and make the right choices. The Bible says in Psalm 37 verse 37, mark the blameless man. In other words, look at that man who is blameless and observe the upright for the future of that man is peace. You cannot make wrong choices and take stupid steps and expect wise result he that walks with a fool will be a fool the companions of fool, foolish people will be foolish people he that walks with the wise will be wise live right and make the right choices i'm going to get back to that another time don't worry but i want you to take note of that very very important you cannot continue to make wrong choices and expect to be absorbed of the consequences. No, then God will be partial. What God has done is the Bible said the grace of God has appeared to all men. God will be partial if it says he has provided blessings for everybody, but somebody chooses not to serve him, somebody chooses to do their own stuff, and then there's no difference. I cannot apply the principles of God in my marriage and reap the same result with someone who doesn't apply the principles of God. And that's not because I'm special to God, but that's because I believe God's word and I act on God's word and I make right choices. Many people don't have peace, not because of Satan, but because of their choices. come back to it we'll come back to it let me share the other two so that we can close but i'll take note of that very very important so that when don't when you when when, when they scales around and everything is toppling maybe with your finances with your you know children with your marriage with your business before you begin to say god doesn't like you and before you begin to take it personal Sit down and ask yourself a few questions. I didn't say blame yourself. I'm just saying make scriptural choices. I'm just saying do what God says. If I have chaos in my marriage, before I take it personal and think God doesn't like me, why did he give me this wicked woman? Then I need to ask myself, what choices am I, have I made? Why did I, probably the first question is, why did I even make that choice at all? And then now that I've made, I've made the choice, what choices am I still making in that marriage before you begin to blame it on Satan? Now, now listen to this. Satan is not as powerful as you think he is. You're just trying to give the guy some power that he doesn't have because Jesus said in Luke 19 that I beheld the guy fell like lightning from heaven. 
And it says, no power of the enemy shall by any means hurt you. Don't let nobody deceive you that Satan is the one dealing with you and controlling your life. He's not that powerful. We hand over our life to Satan by the choices we make. The Bible says, if you break the edge, serpent will come in and bite. If you block the edge, serpent can come in. So who has upper power? Serpent or the person who can break the edge? Because the person who determines the next action is more powerful. Oh, come on. Am I saying... Maybe I'm talking too much. You see, if, if I determine your action, then I'm more powerful than you. <laughs> to get my point now. So if I have to first break, break the egg before serpent comes in, then I have more power than the serpent. Okay. I think we, need, we just need to close. Two things I want to put together. Don't ever trust in yourself. People who trust themselves cannot live in peace. Because you would always find out that you are not sufficient. Because you are not. Psalm 56 verses 3 to 4. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. It didn't say it's a problem to be afraid. Anybody here, you've ever been afraid before? Do like this. Everybody should do like that. All right. Don't pretend. But it says, don't be afraid. And it says, whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Isaiah 26, verse 3. If you're writing, this is very powerful. You will keep in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you. Why? Because he trusts in you. You will keep in him in perfect peace. In other words, because his mind is stayed on God and his trust in God, then his life becomes God's responsibility. It keeps him in perfect peace. You know Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 anyway. That trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all of your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Let me end with this and we pray then we go to our next session. No matter what happens always fall back on God. No matter what happens, whether you got it right, you got it wrong, you did it well, you did it wrong, you made the wrong choices, you made the right choices, no matter what happens, it looked funny, it looked bad, it's your fault, it's not your fault, you know, it doesn't really matter. Everything put together, always fall back on God, fall back on God's mercy and scream for mercy and grace. No matter what happens, fall back on God. Philippians 4, 6-7, be anxious for nothing. In everything, the ones you cost for yourself and the one that was cost for you. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, will guide your heart and mind through Christ Jesus.